Good evening. Today is Monday, November 21st, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter is Step 7 Into Action, and our speaker tonight is Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. Hi, thank you so much. I think I fixed my my speaker. If it's if it's too loud or okay, good. Um, I felt my name is Leslie. I'm a I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, and I'm really grateful um, to be sharing on the seventh step tonight. Thank you, um, uh, Eileen, for asking, and I'm so glad that you're here. I know that it it isn't an easy night, so I told her that if she came, I would surround her with love. So um, here I am. Leslie, uh, before you get started, Dawn is our timer tonight, and I just wanted to ask how you would like your time. Oh, uh, two minutes at the end would be great. Okay, excellent. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I felt really comfortable, and my stomach was settled until it said uh, the recording had begun, <laughs> and then I got really anxious. So... Um, I have uh, a lot of experience, strength, and hope um, to, you know, uh, to share if if it if it if it helps anybody, that's a wonderful thing. Um, and if you don't hear something that you can benefit from tonight, I hope that you'll go to another meeting and 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 definitely just keep coming back because. Um, not everybody carries the message to everybody, but we certainly do carry the message to everyone um, who goes to enough meetings. I, at least that was my experience. I found the message uh, when I just kept suiting up and showing up. Um, <clears throat> I am tasked with the um, seventh step. Um, and as you know, in the big book, it, it's one paragraph. and um, and this, the seventh step in the um, the twelve and twelve is more robust. And Lori C is someone that I uh, also draw strength from. And then my own experience, strength, and hope of being in these rooms since 1980. Um, I've never left. I have not been able to stay abstinent, but I've never left. And um, I'm really grateful for that. It isn't that I came every day for all these years. That's not the truth. The truth is that um, I have always believed this was the program. Uh, this was the solution. And this was the place where I would find peace uh, around my compulsive overeating. Um, I think I've told you guys, I don't know if there are uh, any new people here tonight who haven't heard me just in the sharing or on a recording or something, but um, I got abstinent again when I found this group. And the reason I believe I got abstinent this time um, and that it was so profoundly different for me is because I had done the rigors of how, and I've done the um, white knuckling of um, you know, trying to make it work uh, by taking some of the foods back and not others. And, and I've tried to um, gut it out in many, in many ways. 
But this time in CYOC, my first sponsor taught me about neutrality. And I have never had neutrality in this program until now. And that was a concept that I was reinforced by this group. And I hadn't heard it in meetings. I live in a very small town in Ashland, Oregon. I got abstinent for the first uh, 10 years of my recovery. Well, more than that, actually, before I got to Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, I, I was living in Los Angeles where there were so many meetings. Um, but I had little children at that point and I wasn't um, uh, going to a lot of meetings like I do now. I, I try to attend uh, CYOC four days a week and I have a regular Sunday group that I've been meeting with for 10 years that is just a lovely, small, intimate group. Um, and they might both of the, the two women that uh, consistently come might be listening on the recording because they both work. So um, I hope you guys are here. Um, <clears throat> so humbly ask him to remove my shortcomings. Um, that, you know, when they when the the big book suggests that we work steps five, six, and seven um, in one day. Uh, it makes total sense as a newcomer because I did not have um, the bandwidth for understanding my shortcomings or my defects of character when I was new, like I do today, after especially after the, the last uh, fourth and fifth that I did in this program with a woman who might be here tonight. I haven't seen her, but um, she might be here tonight. And her biggest gift to me was uh, the fourth column, because I swear to you, in all the years I've been coming to these rooms, I have never understood the fourth column. I never took responsibility or ownership for what my disease was doing to the people around me. I just didn't believe it. I thought it's a secret. Nobody really knows. I'm a secret eater. Leave me alone with a television and dim lights and my favorite foods, and I am a happy camper. So I didn't think that my relationship was suffering, that I was any different to my partner or my children. But uh, just before I came back to CYOC, um, my son, my, my uh, now 31-year-old son, um, he was 29 at the time, and he, he distanced himself from me. For the first time in his life, he individuated from me. And I've shared about that here. And it was really painful. I just, I couldn't understand it, but I was in the food. And so it was my, my, my son was my best friend and the food was my best friend. And if he was going to abandon me, that's the way I was going to look at it. I wasn't going to look at it that he was individuating from me. I thought he was abandoning me. And I, my older son and my ex-partner and my current partner really got me through that time. I was, um, I was devastated by the sense of loss and longing that that set up. Then I broke my arm carrying groceries to the car um, and fell on my arm and uh, broke, first broken bone of my life, broke my, my arm and I got home and I was in shock at the hospital. And I was thinking, 
they had to weigh me in the bed, you know, so everybody in the room knows how much you weigh. I had never told my partner how much I weigh and she was sitting in the room. So now she knows. And I just see this evolution of uh, where the disease was taking me. And okay, so I'm thinking my son has abandoned me. Now my partner knows how much I weigh. I'm well over 200 pounds and I am miserable. I've broken my arm because I am not present in my life. I tripped over a curb thing that stops the car from running into the building. I, I wasn't looking. And all this stuff added up in my mind as I'm sitting on this bed in the hospital with my arm, my elbow shattered. Um, and I thought, I have to change. I cannot keep doing the way I'm doing it. It isn't working. And I went home and I got on the internet and I found choose your own conception. I thought, what an interesting idea. Choose your own conception. That's so cool. You know, that's something I can resonate with because I don't have a I don't have a God that is an, everybody's God. And, you know, and I and I knew the, the expression from the years that I'd been around these rooms, but I hadn't applied it to ever to a meeting. So I got here. I got a sponsor immediately um, and went to Spain and Portugal. And I stayed abstinent in Spain and Portugal. For the first time I was traveling, I was, I could go anywhere, I could do anything. And I was, I was, I was in the greatest um, surrender of my life. And in that surrender, I recognized that my son had not abandoned me. And I, and I, and I became willing to do the work. Um, I realized that it was me that was abandoning me. So this talk tonight or this topic or whatever is, yeah, it's about the seventh step, but really the seventh step to me is the subtlety of awareness, the subtlety of awareness. Because as I said, when I was new, I could, I could do the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, all in one day, or not the fourth, but the fifth, sixth, and seventh. I could do that in a day because I, I didn't have the subtlety of awareness. Today, um, the seventh step is still presenting itself to me um, in the ways that I operate in the world. When I was young, I was promiscuous and I thought of myself as sexy. I did not think of myself as um, being off the rails. Um, I slept with inappropriate people and I didn't question it because it was feeding a need in me to be accepted and to feel like my body was accepted. It was always in the dark. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I never had the lights on when I had sex. I mean, that was that would be ridiculous. But I did it because I wanted what I have today, which is self-love and self-acceptance when I stand in front of the mirror naked. It's just because I'm living these principles and I'm, in, and I'm allowing the subtlety of awareness to continue to evolve in my life. Um,
my friend says my higher power is my uppercase self who always who is always doing business with my lowercase self i love that i think that's so cool my higher power is what Lori c uh gifted me um he gifted me truth love justice and beauty and uh in this meeting he said it and i heard it and i've never had a definition for my higher power until that night that i listened to Lori c and and i and i asked him i said can i make my higher power anything i want you know, or would you feel offended if I added words to your words? And he goes, no, of course you can, whatever, it's your higher power. And I said, truth, love, justice, beauty, kindness, joy, and grace. It just rolled off my tongue. And I knew that that was gonna become uh, a more defined idea around the subtleties of awareness. Because when I'm living in my truth, truth, love, justice, beauty, kindness, joy, and grace, when I'm living that principle of life, of those adjectives, then I am in uh, alignment with my higher power. And if I'm in alignment with my higher power, I feel like I can tackle the seventh step around humility, because humility is a, is a it is not about being in a down coward position of being humble to me that that humility is uh, is easy for me i can i can be a yes ma'am no sir whatever you say it's okay with me i'll go along go along go along and then i will secretly eat because i feel so stuffed full of less than but when I am uh, living in a principled way with my truth, love, justice, beauty, kindness, joy, and grace, I believe that I can embrace the subtleties of awareness. And so I bring awareness into my life in a new way. It's not, it's not, suddenly awareness isn't about, oh no, you know, a winds wave where your butt puckers because you go oh i can't believe i said that that that's an that's an awareness that makes me nervous right these subtle subtle awarenesses are where have i harmed another that brings humility to me where have i uh been dishonest that brings humility because i have to own it and that was in the fourth column Without the fourth column, I wouldn't have owned these things. And without owning them, I wouldn't have the blessing of subtlety. And without the subtlety, I wouldn't have the awareness. And I still am in a process of, of opening up and, 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 and blooming where I'm, where, I'm, where I'm planted. You know, I'm not out there seeking like I was. Um, I've given up envy. It's just a miracle to not feel envy. I don't look at you and wish I had your body or your life or your money or your partnerships. I am, I am living right size today, I believe, 
um, with the most grace. I've had it before when I had long-term abstinence, I had grace. I don't think that I ever lined it all up at once though. Truth, love, justice, beauty, kindness, joy, and grace. I don't think I ever had all of those operating at one time. And I really believe today I'm closer and there's no perfection here, believe me. I, I, I'm not promoting perfectionism at all. I am a work in progress. I'm the first to admit that I am flawed. I'm the first to admit that I, I, I secretly harbor resentment uh, for my partner who has done nothing, right? Nothing. And I can resent her for that, for doing nothing. But I find a way. I find a reason. You know, um, if someone would say in a meeting a of Overeaters Anonymous uh, before I got to CYOC, if someone talked about their bench foods, I would leave the program. I would get up and go home. I wouldn't stay for that meeting. I literally would walk out in the middle of their share because I was so terrified of being triggered. And today you can talk about your food. It doesn't matter to me. It's not my food. You know, it's okay. That's neutrality for me. And I never had that gift until I got to CYOC. Our numbers are smaller in this group than they were uh, a year ago. Um, coming out of the pandemic, I think people have opted to go back to uh, in-person meetings. But I find that this meets my need. This um, being with you guys, and because Kira is here tonight, and Amy is here, and Susan is here, and Amy L is here, and Betty S is here, and Angela is here, and Nancy P, and Amy B. I mean, these people I have known for all the time I've been here. And that's just page one. I don't even know who's on page two. But I'm saying that because it matters that you guys suit up and show up. Yvonne and I have been regularly talking and that that's been a beautiful gift to me um Ro, roby and i talk about outside issues and and i always regret it when we when i when i break that that uh fourth wall you know and i pierce that veil i go oh god i shouldn't have been bringing up stuff that's outside issues but you know there are some people that i just feel so comfortable with in this program that I feel that whether I've ever met you or not, I know you. And that's a gift of this program, this group in particular. Um, I wanted to just uh, say that when I got here, my sponsor said to me, um, memorize uh, the third step and seven step prayer. And I said, okay, tell me where it is in the book and I'll, I'll, I will, I'll memorize it. She goes, no go find it in the book. I said, well, which book is it in? And she said, it's in the big book. And I said, well, the big book, that's a huge book. Tell me where to look. And she goes, no, you have to go find it. And I said, well, is it in the first quarter of the book or the middle of the book or the last part? Just give me a clue. No, go find it. It literally took me, I don't know how long. I mean, it took me forever. But I can tell you if you're new that it was on 63 and 76. There. So... <laughs> I memorized them. And when I found out I was going to speak on the seventh step, I was so thrilled because 
that prayer has been with me all these years, ever since that awful first sponsor forced me to learn it. And two minutes, had, Leslie. Two minutes, thank you. I had to, um, I had to do, uh, I had to do the work. That was the point. The point was I had to do the work. And the work is for me, all of it, not just some of it, but all of it. And doing a 10th step every day for many years was part of it. It isn't my, it's not my, the way I work my program today. I do it. I, I do a 10th step in bed before I fall asleep. I have a different 10 step than the one that we use here, but it works for me and I love it. And it removes fear and resentment from me. It may, it puts those two things front and center so that I can release them before I go to sleep. I've always said to wash, uh, I, well, I, I wash my feet with warm soapy water before I get into bed. So I don't take my day into bed with me. And that has been a really wonderful gift of just little rituals that I have learned here. Um, little rituals, you know, um, saying those, that, those prayers, washing my feet, taking a pause before I accuse my partner of something she didn't do and ask myself, what is the benefit for me? Is it, is it feeding the old script that I'm never enough, they don't think I'm enough, I'm never gonna be enough? Is that the script that I'm feeding? Because what I focus on, I'm, what I focus on, I'm in the process of creating. I truly believe that today. So if I'm focused on how I'm gonna get out of the house, get in my car and go get some food, that's what I'm gonna do, because I am gonna create it. If I'm focused on blaming you instead of looking at that fourth column and taking ownership of what I am doing, most of you are gonna get off scot-free today because I don't have to blame you anymore because I, I take ownership, which is a, a true gift. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you so much, Leslie. Thank you very, very much. Um, we will now open the meeting for questions or for three minute shares. As this is a big book step study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. We ask you to accept this guidance in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions, or star nine if you're on the phone, and the Zoom host will call the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Would the timekeeper please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when the time is up? If the speaker is asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer. Um... Okay, I think I start. Participants to make sure I'm going in order. First up, we have Susan. Thank you, Julie. Hi, everyone. Susan, recover compulsive overeater. And I'm glad that I got out of work early so I could attend a five o'clock meeting, which is now difficult for some of us on 
um, Pacific time. Leslie, thank you so much. That was really, really beautiful. And I've never heard you speak before. So I'm so happy. And, you know, I did take a look at my AA 12 and 12. And on the last page, you know, it says that, and I'm just going to paraphrase, we're going to have no peace unless we can find a means of reducing our demands. Um, and also that we're going to live in continual disturbance and frustration, which is what you described so beautifully of how you used to live and how you live today. And it says that our chief activator is that, sorry, FaceTime from Australia, but I'm going to decline it right now. <laughs> it's early there. I'll get to it. Um, so, you know, self-centered fear. And I always say that false evidence appearing real. And... I've done the fourth and fifth step exactly how it is two times. Once when I was with my first sponsor in Miami and another time when Maxine was sponsoring me because, you know, I had somewhere to go. I was visiting both of them. I don't always do it with my sponsees this way now on Zoom. Um, it just doesn't always work out timing wise, but we pick up the next day. And, you know, they still crop up. And again, it's, you know, asking for that strength, you know, every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness. So I'm starting to have a shift in my behaviors and I still have character defects, but I tend to laugh at myself a lot. And, you know, I get over it and I know when I'm doing it because it says at the top of the page, 66, 76, sorry, we then look at step six. So again, we're commencing shoulder to shoulder and we're carrying on. And, you know, we said in step three, we asked as we took the third step prayer, we started to build. We ask if you will build with me. So I'm building that arch to freedom. And here we go. You know, we're almost here. And it's not hard. It is hard, I mean, you know, to look at those defects. But again, if I want to be of maximum usefulness to all of you, I have to look at them because otherwise those resentments are going to keep on building all these little things. And there are things about me that aren't attractive. There are things in my behavior that aren't. And when they do crop up, sometimes I think, good Lord, this again, where did that come from? But like you said, fourth column, my part that's where I have to go to. So I really loved your share tonight and I'm so glad I was able to participate in this meeting tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, next up we have Roby. Okay. Hi everyone, sorry, I'm moving because I realized I was in a room with a lot of background noise. I hope it can be heard. I'm Roby. Uh, I'm introducing myself as a recovered over compulsive overeater tonight for the first time <laughs> and having made it through the steps and for the first time feeling a real spiritual awakening. Um, and I, I uh, Leslie, thank you. It's so much fun to hear you talk um, and to know who you are behind, um, behind tonight's um, share. Um, and in step seven, uh, I've been through the steps a few times and, uh, I feel like I've done it. I've missed the boat 
in a different way so many times, but I've caught on to certain things too. Um, and, and recently with step seven, um, going through the, um, I also had some musculoskeletal pain. And so, you know, I go to a chiropractor and he, he uh, releases the tight muscle. And then I go back to him a month later, I've still got that tight muscle and I use a roller ball on it. And I'm like, what's wrong with this leg that I get this? And, and, and he said, I said, will it ever release? And he said, well, yeah, it'll release when the other muscles get strong. And um, I thought, oh, that's, that's my character defects. They, I can't take a roller ball to them and bruise myself trying to push them out so hard or, you know, get better at tolerating pain. There's just no way to do it without strengthening the muscle that's supposed to be working, which is, you know, my God muscle. And this book and doing the things that this book tells me to do is the only way I've ever been able to find that. And, um, and so, you know, I, to any newcomers, like if you're listening and, you know, or, or you make it to step seven and it's like you make a decision just to get rid of the vanity and the selfishness like come on that feels like make-believe that's never going to happen but it, it it does lift away because you strengthen the muscle that's supposed to be working and the muscles that are supposed to be working you don't end up in pain after a day of walking around when you use the muscles that are meant for that purpose um, so there's, you know, when you're, when in the book, I see these, these themes that repeat throughout life that, and, and I appreciate the big book more and more. Um, Time. Okay. Thanks. Thank you so much, Roby. Next we have Amy L. Hi everyone, Amy here, um, compulsive eater, exercise bulimic, restrictor, living this life in recovery one day at a time. And I am really happy to be here. I haven't shared in a long time. I wanna thank everyone here for being here, everyone who's doing service and thank you, thank you, Leslie. And I'm sorry, I got off work and I came on. So I'll listen to the recording, but I've always appreciated you and your, you know, just the passion you have for, for this path we're on together. And um, you said, you know, we have to, step seven, we have to look at and be willing to let go of these uh, old ways of being. And I remember when I um, first really worked the steps, of, it was probably 17 years ago, and my sponsor introduced the step four and she showed me, you know, you put down what happened, you know, why you're resentful, what, what, where, how did you lie, how did you do wrong? And, and then she said, but the really amazing part, there's this column where you look at your part. And that was revolutionary for me. I never thought that when I was in fear or I was being dishonest, 
I, I never thought that, I think I never took in how I deeply affected people because I had my own deep feelings of less than and not enough. And so a lot of my character defects, my old ways of being, I, I, they still surface sometimes, but just like in the old days when I would go to food and I would binge and I would feel yuck and gross and horrible, I would actually feel that way when I would gossip, when I was mean to someone I loved, when I told a lie, I would feel yuck, but I never understood it. I never understood why and I never understood there's a way out and so this step which I need to take every day and and sometimes multiple times a day is I ask please take this from me please take you know whatever is keeping me in this bondage of self because there is a path to love and freedom. And it's just that continual asking and turning towards my God, light, love, whatever it is, to one another that I am opening to letting go. And it's not a one and done for me. So thank you for, for allowing me to share that. I am very much a work in progress and I'm very grateful to to share this path with so many of you and and get to know more of you thank you so much thank you so much amy um cheyenne i hope